Hey everyone, welcome back to the On The Rise podcast. This is episode 10 and today we have a big guest. It is Clarks. He's a Polish producer who is currently being played by millions all over the world. He's getting released on No Copyright Sounds, Armada, Future House Music and many more labels that are upcoming. And recently his track was just played um, at Tomorrowland by Alan Walker. It was his track Titans with Uplink. Um, but yeah, like... Before we get into that, how are you doing, man? Going good, man. Sweet. Like, what up? <laughs> can you talk about like the whole like track that was just played by like Alan Walker, like how that felt and how you found out about it? Incredible, man. You know, it's it's Tomorrowland. It's the festival that everyone wants to go. Mm-hmm. Also, um, yeah, the track was a bit old though. Uh, Titans uh, got released like more than a year ago. Mm-hmm. And it already got played by Alan on Ultra last year. Okay. But now, now he decided to do it again. It was actually a birthday present for Uplink, oh, uh, really? for one wow. of the one one of the because they're a duo, and um, uh, one of one of the guys had birthday, and it was a kind of uh, birthday present. But still, I think I think Alan Walker really likes Titans because he I saw that you know he 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 knows the track very well. He plays it a lot, I guess. We just we just know about the the ultra and Tomorrowland, all the big supports, and like also EDC. I guess I I guess he played it. I don't remember, but I think he played it on uh, on ADC as well. Oh wow! And I actually saw him uh, live. Like I think uh, this past winter, he was he was here, and I'm pretty sure he played that track. Um, so he's 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 been playing it like regularly at like big festivals and stuff, which is. Which is awesome. Like, how do you feel about that support that he's giving you and stuff like that? I think Alan Walker is a great guy. He supports a lot of producers that, that are uh, not really known. Mm-hmm. Like, um, un- unpopular. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, like... You know, because uh, um, I think it's because he he knows how, how it was to be like a small producer with a dream. Because uh, I know where he started. Like, there was a, there was a group... I think it was called like Apple Studio Group or something. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I'm not into that uh, that kind of stuff anymore. <laughs> the groups and, and stuff. But um, I've seen like him uh, making tracks, you know, posting, and they they were all you know they were all still like beginner stuff. And then uh, he released uh, Fade mm-hmm. on NCS, and yeah. it got him the the fame that he has right now. It's yeah, it's crazy. And so you're not in any of like the producer groups like the future of house and stuff like that i am but uh rarely rarely get into that i don't really have time i prefer to spend my time on producing music yeah it's it's a different way a lot of people like spend their t- the group is at like twenty five thousand members or something like that it's crazy like how many yeah but I, I i don't think i don't think twenty five thousand people are active yeah no that's that. true so take me back to when you were younger, like, did music, was music, like, a big thing that you were into? Like, were you playing instruments and stuff like that? Or were you, like, did you go right into, no. like, producing on, like, FL and, like, all these stuff, all this stuff? No, everything started, I think I got inspired by, um, it was the time, it was the time when Dead Mouse was actually famous. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, Strobe and yeah, yeah. the, um, and the album, um, Jesus, what was the name? He had a bunch. There was like four times four is twelve equals twelve or something like that. 
Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Sophie needs a ladder. Um, oh yeah, a bunch like that. But yeah, I was. I was there was. The exact there was same a. Thing. There was an album called. Um, Jesus, album title goes here or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember like, that one. Yeah, and Strobe was in that album, and I got really inspired by that track. And I, I was thinking like, how it is to make music, to make electronic music. What, what should I even do? Like, I, I didn't know of FL Studio. I didn't know of anything yet. So I started DJing. I downloaded vir Virtual DJ, mm -hmm. and I started to mess around with it, like with mouse and keyboard. No extra stuff, and then like a few years later, I bought a DJ controller, and um, I started to DJ more professionally. I was making like sets. I could play like 30 tunes in 10 minutes wow. at that time because I was really good with the controller. It was small, but it was you know capable of many things. And then um, then I was like, okay, DJing is easy. I need to I need something more interesting. So um, I started to get into producing, and that was for four and a half years ago yeah like i mean so you're from poland right that's yeah man mm -hmm. how's the like producing or edm community in poland i don't think there is any <laughs> to be honest every every producer that gets popular or known or like heard mm -hmm. anywhere mm -hmm. he's he's either in the usa or um just outside of poland you know, just touring. Yeah, in the Netherlands. I think stuff. that most most producers really, because um, Pol Poland's uh, scene is, uh, I think it's behind. Like it's three years back in time. Mm -hmm. Not sure. Not sure if you get what I mean. So like, oh, so like everyone's listening to music that was popular like three years ago. Is that? Yeah, kind of that. Kind of that. Mm -hmm. You know, there is uh, there is a few rappers that got big in poland now but they're all repeating migos from migos stuff from three years back so you know uh the music scene i think it's uh just just a bit behind um yeah because like a lot of them are like in 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 the netherlands like it's dance music is huge and stuff like that but i mean like from what i've seen like on instagram pages and uh, i mean sorry not instagram facebook pages of yours um like the clubs and you've been playing a lot of future house music and the crowd seems to you know love it and stuff like that they seem to be like responsive yeah it's to... it's it's not the, the um for a dj or for an artist that performs at stage it's not what um it's not the music that you play it's how you entertain the people Mm-hmm. It's how you connect the the tracks. I mean here in uh here in Warsaw, if you if you just you know think about your set like prepare it with um with a bit more popular tracks uh in the beginning to harder stuff in the end that they're gonna love it. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to play some radio stuff, mash it up with uh with some EDM drops, you know, future house, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then it's gonna work. That's why I think that's why you uh, you you said that um, the crowd seemed to love it. Mm -hmm. So you say you've kind of like you've mastered, or you're really. So it's been like four years since you started DJing, right? So in those four no, years, no, it's, it's. I've been DJing for for seven years. I mean, um, seven years, uh, seven years back, I started to DJ, mm -hmm. and then. Uh, 
after three years, when I started producing, I really just quit DJ. And then I started to DJ again uh, when I got asked to play shows. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So, so it's I, like... I quit DJing. I was only focused on producing. Mm-hmm. And then um, my first my, my first show was was in uh, was in Holland, the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Uh, big shout out to uh, Debris for uh, for um, just getting me there to play the show. It was my first ever show as Clark's. It was already in the Netherlands, outside of my country, so it was mm-hmm. crazy. It was really difficult. I was so so stressed, man. <laughs> how did that? How did it feel to to play on stage after such a long time? Well, it was it was my actually my first time on the stage because before I was DJing like small parties, you know, mm-hmm. or um, or events, and then it was like first time on stage. Man, I, I had the set prepared. Like I knew, I knew what I'm, what I'm doing mm-hmm. at the time. But I was so, so, so stressed. It, it's incredible, man. Really difficult. Really difficult. You, you, you started. To, I started to play, and then it was just an hour. It was just an hour. I, I came out so sweaty, man. And that was along with Debris, right? He was playing. He was also DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah he, um. He came on stage after me. Mm-hmm. And how did you guys meet? After I released my first track on uh, first Future House track, like I, Clark's was pretty silent for a year because mm-hmm. I was I used to make uh, EDM big room, mm-hmm. and then I'm then I came up with this Future House sound, and I decided to keep keep doing it. So I released the track, and then uh, he liked it and just messaged me on facebook that's 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 awesome that's like that's how they uh, how the friendships start and yeah but that's so funny actually um i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you about this because this is funny i've i've had a um i've had a friend request on him like for a half a year what and then he he ignored it and then half a year later he adds me back (laughs) oh my god and messages me you know, no, yeah. <laughs> well, that's crazy. And like, you would never know that, like, w- with that friend request, um, he was gonna be inviting you to play like a show, and then you'd make tracks together. Like, it just unlocked like a whole new kind of, I guess, like, part to your whole career and stuff. Like, it's crazy to think like yeah, that. Yeah, man. Yeah. No, that's. Yeah, I just you know, I I released a future house track, and then he adds me back, messages me. It's so funny. Oh, man. But then, yeah, we got uh, we got on well, uh, pretty quick. Decided to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that seems like a a common theme around like producers. Like they ghost each other and then they end up becoming like a duo, or they like make a track and then it goes like to a million plays and stuff like that. It's yeah, it's it's interesting how yep. that all happens. Um, so can you talk about like what was like I guess like a big moment like a big breakthrough point in in your musical career like so far like a a label that you got released on that like took you to like the next level or a collab that you had well honestly i don't think i've ever had a breakthrough Mm -hmm. because it's not where i want to be where i am right now it's not where i want to be so i'm i'm just uh i just make music every day and every every minute Mm -hmm. but um i think like the 
mm, the points that I that I um, that I think that define what I am right now as an artist mm-hmm. are um, the meetings, the people that you meet in real life, like ADE, Dance Fair, where you get to meet a lot of producers. You, you get inspired so much, and then you get also you get better contacts. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I met I met the Future House owner, one of them, mm-hmm. um, in uh, that was uh, 2016. That was um, that was July, I think. Mm-hmm. And then um, then I released a Vox with our psych on Future House Music. Yeah. So you know those meetings, the people that you meet, uh, those appointments that you make, they're the breakthroughs. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's. I wanted to ask about like the uh, the collab that you had with Arsyk. Like, how did that come together? Because that's probably like one of my favorite tracks, and it got support also, on like Martin Garrick's show. Yeah, 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 yeah. It did. Um, also, I met Arsyk at ADE in uh, in twenty sixteen. Oh really? And then we we were like, yeah, we really liked each other, mm-hmm. and uh, we decided to make a track together. I think we've, we've had something before ADE. Mm-hmm. We've been, uh, we've been talking online and then, um, on ADE, we decided to take it to the next level and actually finish the song and actually do something with it. Yeah. Well that track turned out to be like pretty big. Like it's at like yeah, man, it's, it's, the, plays. it's the most played, uh, track on my Spotify right now. Wow. No, I love the track. It's like, <laughs> probably one Thank of my favorites yeah so you've also been released like it's it's crazy to think oh i did a, a, a you did a remix of uh two friends um i actually met them not too long ago they're they're pretty yeah. funny guys um, uh, shout out to two friends <laughs> yeah shout out to two friends big shout out to matt and eli yeah <laughs> the guys are hilarious yeah, but man. yeah you've been released on like armada no copyright sounds like how did how did that come together like did you send demos to to those labels or did they come like find you two friends or the uh no no, no the uh or the, the labels in general yeah the labels yeah yeah see what ncs is um i got an ncs by um meeting the anr in uh amsterdam during ade last mm. year and that's how i'm on ncs and another track that's just a follow-up that, that I just sent immediately after the first one got released. And how's the support been from NCS? Like? Support from NCS is amazing. Mm-hmm. The, I think they really care about the artists. Mm-hmm. Even though they get they release like, I think two tracks a week, which is crazy. It's a lot of stuff to work on. And and like all of them are really quality of releases as well. And like they all, they, yeah, they, exactly. they all have that like uh, no copyright sounds like, uh, sound i guess if you can call it like uh it's like really energetic and and so they really yeah. stick to like what they're what they're good at releasing yeah I guess. yeah i think ncs is uh ncs ncs's music is very well picked mm-hmm. so on the topic of like ade are you coming back uh this year for ade yeah i'm pretty sure i am sweet what are your hopes for for this ade like who are there any specific people that you want to meet or no not really just it? meet the, the same the same squad mm-hmm. so you have like a squad that meets up at ade and then you guys go and party 
Yeah, man. Kind of that, kind of. <laughs> That's awesome. So how, how talking about like production to, to get on the whole, these labels, like what does your production process look like? How do you begin making a it's, track? It's like chaotic, man. It's chaotic. <laughs> always, always um, the tracks that I release, that I have released or I got, you know, um, scheduled, mm-hmm. they're, um, they're coming out of nowhere. Like I'm just messing around, just uh, scrolling through some interesting sounds. Sometimes they start from like just a sample, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it's a melody. Sometimes it's something that I find that I made four years ago and I find it cool. Okay, let's uh, use my new abilities to make a track out of it. And sometimes it's just happening the natural way. I um, I write the drums, I write the melody, then boom, okay, we have a record. That's sweet. So it's so that that's that's what I said. It's chaotic. <laughs> There's never like a rule that I'm mm-hmm. following. Mm-hmm. And would you say like there's oh well like has there been things in the past that like have inspired you like because some DJs they go on like a walk or something and then it inspires them or like others <laughs> yeah. they like sing in the shower. It's like it's it's all over the place. Do you have like any certain place that you go to to get like? An inspiration for? Or? No, I think uh, it's all. No, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that in the interview. <laughs> but um, um, yeah, I think producers get their inspiration from their feelings, and uh, you get the best feelings when you're when you're just uh, feeling well, you know. <laughs> when the sun is shining, when the when your mom is not shouting at you. <laughs> You know, yeah, um, or uh, or your your wife ain't mad at you, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, for for beginners who are trying to, so let's firstly talk about like the whole DJing thing. So for DJs who are starting out and and want to play shows and stuff, what advice would you give them to like, I guess, but move forward? DJs in general. So just for DJs or uh, for artists, music producers. We'll do uh we'll do just DJs first, I guess. For people wanting to get like shows and stuff. Yeah, well for DJs it's different. It's a different thing. Um I guess if you're if you're just a DJ, then um um I would advise you to just uh, keep going, you know, practicing, um doing a lot of mixes, recording that. Mm-hmm. So you get better then you can hear your mistakes then you can improve them um, Now do live mashups like try to do mashups on on the CDJs mm-hmm. and then if you wanna if you wanna start to start to play shows then I guess for DJs it's different it's it's different because uh, they don't release music they can only release uh, mixes mm-hmm. and stuff but that's um, that's not enough. You have to go up to the clubs, ask the managers to play a show. Then they then you're gonna get to play a show maybe with a with a with a bit of, with with a bit smaller price. Then you're gonna get you're gonna get to play the show. They're gonna like you. The manager's gonna like you. He's gonna book you for another show and then some other club. 
is gonna just notice you, ask you for a show, and you know it goes on. Yeah. I guess that's how DJs roll mm-hmm. nowadays. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Well, now it's like if you're not a producer, you're not really like it's it's harder to get booked as a DJ. I I think it's easy if if you're skilled, if you're good at that. But it's it's not easy to go touring. Like you have to be known from just like a bit more than just DJing. Um, so like a common theme that we've just been talking about is like the people that you know and like met in real life that have helped you. Like, how would you say like how much has it helped for you to actually go out and meet people in person compared to like just reaching over like the internet and hoping for someone to to see your music or something like that like how would you see see well when you meet people you talk to them about a lot of different things but you also talk to them about music and then you learn something from them and then you also get inspiration from meeting them from just you know seeing the seeing the the person that you've talked to through internet um then you're actually meeting the person it's uh i was gonna tell you about uh that you meet a person who's living like ten thousand kilometers from you mm-hmm. you know 20 hour fucking flight that's so much inspiration because it's like a totally different person and uh also has a totally different approach to music so you learn a lot from that and you and, get inspired as well. Yeah. And how would you say, like, the people that you've met or that you've gone out and met in person, how much have those connections helped you in, like, moving forwards, I guess, in your in your career? Oh, well, um, it depends what kind of person you're meeting. A&R or uh, uh, another music producer mm-hmm. or, um, you know, a club owner. Mm-hmm. Everything's a different thing, but uh, it definitely... It doesn't matter uh, who you meet. It always will get you inspired, and inspiration is what what's gonna uh, help you get through. That's really it. Really, kind of like sounds true to like I've been talking to like a lot of people, and like it seems like a really big common thing to like to go out and actually meet um, people in real life because yeah. those are the actual yeah. like people that will help you. Um, some people yeah. are just like too scared to go out and meet other people or too scared to show their music. Um, yeah, well, it's a different things. thing when you meet when you meet someone in the real life and when you talk and talk to someone through Skype, even like with with cam and stuff, it's mm-hmm. a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. One hour in real life is doesn't even equal a hundred hours on Skype or anything. No, yeah. So for <laughs> I guess like advice that I can pretty much predict from you is go out and meet people in real life yeah. to get like yeah. the connections. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. yeah. What are who are some like producers that you look up to um, that you like to listen to their music? Um, who you like? I think seeing. I, I guess. Yeah, I think uh, a person that everyone probably knows. And a person that I admire a lot is uh, Calvin Harris. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he makes all the music himself, and he also sings for his tracks. Mm-hmm. 
and that like so he's inspires. he's like a total producer mm-hmm. he makes everything even the vocals and then mixes the vocals then masters the vocals auto tunes the vocals <laughs> everything what's your favorite track by calvin harris what would you say i think uh, well it's it's not gonna sound uh, it's not gonna sound interesting but it's summer summer okay yeah yeah because i have a lot of uh i have a lot of uh mm, I have a lot of cool feelings about this because it, it was like 2014, Ooh, I think. It was a long time ago, yeah. Summer, yeah. It was a cool summer. It was a cool holiday. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Do you think it's like the memories that you have like associated with that 2014 summer that makes that song so like? I think so. Yeah, that's when I started producing. Oh! Oh wow! Oh yeah. But it's Four not really ago. connected to that. It's it's connected to w- what I was doing that summer because I was mm-hmm. still I was still seventeen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was you know the life before you get you you, you are an adult. Yeah, I guess so. That's yeah. what's cool. Yeah, the uh, the stress. No, no driving life. license, <laughs> no stress, no school. Because that was, uh, yeah, I finished high school then. Mm-hmm. Are so you yeah. In- are you in university or like college? Uh, right now, I finished everything. Mm. I was in uh, I was in a uni, and um, that was a sound engineer uni, and I finished it. Yeah. Um. So, who are some artists that you want to collaborate with in the future? Damn. <laughs> That's a good question. I, I, oh damn! Can, can we skip? this question please <laughs> well like i've been seeing like a lot of your tracks that you've been like releasing are like uh just singles and like remixes like there are some collaborations like of course with our and debris and stuff um and some older ones but like recently like a lot of your tracks have been like um singles like are you yeah are yeah you and a, a lot of a lot of them um a lot of those that that are coming are singles singles as well i think mm-hmm. every every one of them is a single or a remix is it just like because you like producing alone or like no i i I love to collaborate but it's i know i don't know i don't really know it's just like that no just well okay yeah so i guess like like in the future when you get big like calvin harris is there's gonna be a calvin harris and clark's collab coming soon (laughs) yeah man hopefully that would sound super (laughs) sick (laughs) <laughs> yeah of course yeah uh, i would love to collaborate with calvin harris calvin harris i know you're listening <laughs> so uh just hit me up yeah um actually my favorite track from him is slide um slide nice. Does that i like that yeah yeah that's probably my favorite because he put out like the video of like how he made it as well which was super interesting yeah on like instagram or facebook i can't remember um so last and final question what does the next like five years look like for you like what do you, where do you see yourself in five oh, years? oh man that is <laughs> i don't know i don't know what tomorrow is looks is looking like <laughs> really yeah <laughs> so uh, my next five years is uh gonna look like i don't know <laughs> man do have, like, really have, like... that's that y- you you should never ask this question you should ask <laughs> Especially for music producers, you should ask them about tomorrow. 
Yeah. And if they know yeah. about tomorrow, that's already good. Hmm. Well, so tomorrow what... I'm uh, so I can yeah I can tell about tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow I'm gonna make some more music. <laughs> Hopefully get get something signed because I have so much unreleased music. I need to sign it mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, I mean, like, do you have like goals planned out for like the long term, or is it just kind of like every day is a new day? Just making more music and working. Yeah, yeah. Well, I reached my goal. I really wanted to get on no copyright sounds, mm-hmm. uh, and I have no other uh, goals planned, which is bad. I know this is bad, but um, I'm 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 focused more on on music than the the goals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wanna I wanna make I wanna make. Uh, something new i want to i want to try to produce um unique music something that's different because what what i'm what i'm seeing now is uh is that i've i've been releasing stuff that um doesn't really sound unique i know there's like my soul in it and uh my sound in it the kind of you know kind of uh what people call a clark style mm-hmm. um but still, I wanna go go to the unique side and um, try try to make something new. Mm-hmm. It's what everyone should do. No one should ever like repeat stuff that that's been done before. Just kind of like um, final wrap up time. So like, so the people who are listening and they wanna go and check you out and and find all of your music. Where can they find you at? Spotify, SoundCloud. Even Instagram, I post previews on Instagram, uh, mm-hmm. in the stories. When I work on something, that's uh, I think Insta Stories is a really cool place to catch up with me because I always reply on Instagram. And uh, well, I guess that's it, man. Spotify, SoundCloud is it's where the music is, or YouTube if it comes to NCS. So could people look forward to some some big tracks being released soon, like? When's your next track hopefully being released? Um, I'm not sure if I can tell you this, but it's uh, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. 30, 31st August. Okay. Oh, that's that's kind of soon. Yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Last one was like, uh, like less than a week ago, right? It was released. Yeah, it was a remix. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the Justin Bieber... DJ Khaled. Yeah, DJ Khaled, Justin Bieber collab. Mm-hmm. We the best music. Yeah. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. Shout out. We the best music. We the best music. Oh, I don't DJ know. DJ Khaled. Oh, so cringe. I don't know. Just for me, so cringe. I had to stop. No, watching. I love that. I love that. <laughs> you love his stuff? Do you watch his like, Instagram yeah, and, like, man. Snapchats? Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, I don't know if he's serious about it or he's just like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no! Of course not. He's uh, entertaining the people. Really? Do you think he's just putting on yeah, the show? Yeah, DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled is known, uh, known of uh, entertaining people because he used to be like a radio DJ, mm-hmm. RJ. It's what they call it. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, he got big. Hmm. Of course, this is all. Everything that he does is uh, for fun. Yeah. So you think he knows that he's being cringy and he's just doing it for the popularity? No, the the cringe is supposed to be a joke. Oh, okay. 
I think. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. <laughs> so, so you're saying like if you met him when he was behind, like not filming anything, he'd be like different. Yeah, yeah. I think mm -hmm. so. I hope so. Because <laughs> <laughs> that'd be, I don't know, that'd be kind of weird. And like, what's your thoughts on uh, Justin Bieber? Because he has a lot of controversy around him. Yeah, I used, I used to, I used not to like Justin Bieber, mm -hmm. but uh, his recent stuff is really good. That's why I remixed uh, No Brainer. And I, I also, uh, No Brainer by DJ Khaled, it features Justin Bieber, but also Chance the Rapper and Quavo from Migos. Oh, and uh, I, took, I took away the Quavo and Chance's um, um, vocals. Okay, that's why. So okay. there's there's just DJ Khaled and Justin Bieber left. Because okay. I only liked Justin Bieber's part. And I really liked it. Mm. And I hated the Chances one. I hated the, the Quavo one. Okay, okay. Because I was like, I couldn't hear it. I couldn't hear any of those guys in there. But yeah, now it makes sense. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, people should definitely take a listen. It's it's a really, really good remix. Um, thank you. But, dude, thank you so much for coming on, coming on the podcast and, and talking about, you know, your music and everything that's been going on. It's 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 a pleasure, man. Thank you. Thank you, man. Sweet. Um, well, guys, thank you for listening to the On The Rise podcast. This was episode 10 with Clarks. Um, I recommend you guys go check out all his social media and follow him on SoundCloud and listen to his music and stuff like that. And go support him. He has a whole bunch of stuff coming out soon. Um, but yeah, until next time, peace. Thank you. Goodbye.